welcome to another episode of Listen Up with yours truly, Pete Fanari. I want to apologize real quick because um, I'm losing my voice. Uh, so if I sound a little funny or, or anything like that, I, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm a little late tonight. Everybody's a little pissed. I'm keep giving texts and, and messages on Facebook asking about the show. Uh, but I just went and bought a little camper. Uh, was there a little earlier. Uh, purchased a small little camper. It's not that big. Um, but I've always wanted one. And I just decided to get one. I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to buy it. So I was there. And I spent a lot of time there. And I actually pre-recorded another episode. <clears throat> but uh, I never got to finish it. So I just said, fuck it. I'm going to go ahead and start a new one. Um, so yeah, sorry about that fellas. I'm a little late. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of, like I said, I'm excited. Got my little camper. Uh, can't wait to, to get it. Actually, they have to do like some small little in- inspection on it and, um, put my batteries, uh, in it and some other, some other crap. Should pick it up on Friday. Um, so yeah, man, I can't wait to go camping. I like camping as a kid. I always used to go to a place called Bigfoot. Um, here in Texas, if you're not from Texas, it's a little, little river, little private property here in Texas. Um, and even now, I, you know, every year I have like this family reunion thing that I do with my family here in Texas. Uh, we meet up at uh, Chalk Bluff and uh, we'll go out there and camp, you know, a couple times it's been like a crap load of us out there. I'll usually stay for like four days. Uh, some of the family would just come for the weekend, maybe for one day, maybe for two. Uh, so this year I plan on doing a lot more, uh, camping and, and even at the beach, it's a small enough trailer. I can actually, uh, drive it on the beach. Uh, it's got an off-road package on it. So it's, you know, I have a small truck, Tacoma. Uh, so it's kind of like perfect size for that truck. Uh, it's all, only fits two people. So, uh, hint, hint, kind of looking for somebody to take, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, but anyhow, uh, yeah, so uh, welcome to another episode. Uh, got a lot of positive feedback uh, from my last one. Got one particular question that I am going to answer, uh, only because it goes with my last episode. Uh, didn't really get a lot of um, the feedback that I wanted or some of the questions that I wanted. Uh, I was hoping... I wouldn't get questions about uh, actual prison and stuff, but uh, but I did anyway. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go ahead and answer them. Uh, like I said, I don't mind answering those questions and stuff like that because uh, it gives me something to talk about, right? Um, but I do want a lot of uh, uh, maybe topics and stuff that y'all want to talk about that's going on now, right? Uh, <clears throat> so keep, keep them coming. Again, don't forget to follow me on Twitter uh, at... P-E-T-E-F-U-N-A-R-I um, And you can follow me on Instagram uh, At P-F-U-N-A-R-I Or Snapchat At P-F-U-N-A-R-I uh, <clears throat> Whatever uh, It seems to me It seems like it's, you know, everybody's sending me uh, Messages on Messenger Instead of on, on Twitter Like like I asked, damn it uh, But I'm gonna keep bugging y'all uh, If you don't have you don't have a Twitter account You don't wanna get one, that's fine You can keep sending me messages on messenger and stuff <clears throat> I just didn't want to get like a whole bunch of random people a friend requested me that I didn't know right 
Uh, but if that's not happening, so that's great. I got two men. <laughs> Nobody really likes me anyway, so who cares? Um, but I got uh, a couple messages from people, I guess, who just kind of found me on Facebook and sent me some messages, and they didn't request to follow me. They just want to give me some positive feedback about the show. So that was cool, man. Thank you for that. Uh, I'd like to keep Facebook kind of, like, personal. That's why I'm not trying to be a dick or anything. Um, but one of the questions, I guess, was uh, that someone asked was... Uh, and see, and this is why I say to get a Twitter account so I can shout out your Twitter account, you know, so that people can, so you can ask it on Twitter and then, you know, I can shout it out so people could go back to it and comment on it. Um, but one of the questions was, uh, was it hard doing 12 years in prison? Uh, so I kind of wanted to address that, right? Because it has a lot to do with, um, I don't know, maybe I, how I am now, you know, maybe people have questions about how I am now, how the way I act now. Um, and, uh, so yeah, so, uh, is it hard? Um, I guess for everybody it's different, right? You can't necessarily, I can't necessarily speak for everybody. Um, I don't know if prison is hard for everybody. Um, it's a lot harder, obviously, the longer the time, uh, the sentence you have, and I've seen people go in there with like two, three years, five years, and really just kind of have a ball, man. They, uh, they go in there, talk a lot of shit, do a lot of stupid things because they know they're going home. Um, for people who do a lot more time, it's a little different. Uh, you know, and I'm not going to say that there isn't like, you know, people who get raped and people who, um, you know, pay protection and, and, and wash people's clothes and wash their dishes. Uh, I'm not saying people don't get handled. I'm not saying it's hard for some people. I think, but for the majority of people in prison, I don't think prison is hard at all. And I'm not only saying that because I'm trying to be a badass. Um, It's not. And, uh, you know, if you can stand your ground and just let people know that you're not going to take any shit from nobody, you know, and not in an arrogant way, you know, just you being, you know, a stand-up guy, you know, um, you know, you let people know that and, and, uh, and it's, and, and it's not hard at all physically. Uh, what is hard though? Uh, and I know I'll get, uh, a lot of, um, a lot of people who have been locked up with me will agree with this, but, um, what is hard in prison is, uh, is the loneliness. And I think that's the hardest thing, right? Um, I've been in fights, uh, I've, I've been hit with hot pots over my head. I've got scars on my head. I've been riots. Uh, I've been to uh, medium custody. I spent uh, almost two years in high security uh, in Amarillo and Clemens unit, um, which is basically means I was locked up for 22 hours a day in my cell. Um, so I, I, I was, you know, had my fair share of, of getting in trouble and stuff like that. There was even a point where, you know, I was even scared, like honestly, really, really scared that I could lose my life, right? Like that, that something can really happen to me, because um, that's how like serious it got. You know, there was sometimes where some of us, <clears throat> you know, we had to sleep with our boots on uh, because in the middle of the night it, there was so much tension uh, between different groups that in the middle of the night you didn't know what was going to happen, right? So you always had to be prepared. Um, but nothing, all that stuff doesn't compare to just 
the loneliness that that a person has when they're in prison. And I think that's the hardest thing about prison. Um, you know, you have friends in there. I was lucky enough, and I wouldn't say lucky enough, right? Because I wish it wouldn't happen. But, you know, I was fortunate enough uh, on my last unit where I did about five years, I think five or six years, uh, I had my cousin with me. Uh, uh, and this is like a cousin that I grew up with since I was a kid. And um, uh, <clears throat> shout out to Josh. Uh, and um, so I did have like a family member there, right? Um, you know, we had opportunities where we lived in the same dorm together. Uh, uh, we got drunk together, <laughs> uh, even got high a couple times together. Um, so it was almost, you, you felt that sense of being, you know, at home, right? Like, like everything's the same. And that was good. Uh, but he wasn't always with me, obviously. And, and um, that wasn't always the case, right? You know, 99% of the time, it's like in prison, it's just like straight loneliness. And I think that's the hardest thing, right? Not having any companionship, not uh, being able, I guess, to be loved uh, the way you want to be loved. You know, and I think um, one of the reasons why a lot of people who are incarcerated, when they come home, they attach themselves to the first person that gives them any sense of affection at all. Uh, because they miss it so much, they need it so much, they crave it so much, so that when they get out, you know, that person could be toxic for them, you know, that person could be, you know, uh, on drugs, could be cheating on them, could be using them for, you know, for their money, you could, whatever, whatever the case, right? <clears throat> but I feel that they, they, a person miss that so much, right, that they crave it so much that the first person, you know, that, that gives them a time of day, they attach themselves to and they end up with them for a long time. And in a lot of cases, you know, that's the reason why some of them either go back to jail, uh, get into trouble or whatever, because, you know, they're they're seeking something from someone that's not necessarily going to give them what, what they're really, really looking for. Right. Um, if I even said that right, I don't know if I did or not. Uh, but I think that was like the hardest thing, man. You know, uh, I used to get visits when I was when I was on uh, I was on the Torres unit, which is right here in Hondo, Texas, which is, you know, I'm from San Antonio. So it's it's about um, about an hour away from here. Uh, so when I was there, I got re visits regularly from from my family. Uh, my mom, who I love to death, she she would bring my daughter. Uh, my grandfather would bring my daughter to come see me all the time. And uh, and although I, I loved I love seeing them, I love the visits and I was very grateful for the visits I got. Um, what sucked was every time I would go on the visitation, I would see guys um, visiting like their wives and stuff. You know, you know, not everybody got locked up when they're 18 years old like I did. Right. Um, when I got locked up, I was locked up. Uh, when I got locked up, I was 18 years old. Uh, I had only been with my daughter's mom for like maybe three years. And, you know, we were young, um, you know, <clears throat> stupid, whatever. Uh, so I didn't really get to experience like what a true relationship was or, or, or what um, uh, what goes into being like, you know, a real family. You know, we were young. I was always partying, even though my daughter's mom and my daughter lived with me. I was always out on the streets. Um and it was only for a short period of time. I mean, I, I got locked up when my daughter was two. 
Um, so I never got to experience like the real um, aspect, right, of being a father, being like a husband, or anything like that. So when I would be, you know, when I was in the visitation, and I would see guys with their wives or with their girlfriends or with their kids and stuff, you know, I would kind of like yearn for that, right? Like I wanted that really bad. Um, and that that's what kind of, at least for me anyway, that was the hard thing, right? Um, I didn't know how, I didn't know when I was going to come home, first of all. I didn't know if I was going to do a majority of my time. Um, I have a couple friends who had like 20 year sentences uh, who did like 18 years, 19 years, 17 years. Uh, you know, so I didn't know how much time I was going to do. Didn't know if I was going to be able, you know, come home and, and um, be able to experience that. Um, you know, didn't know if I was gonna be able to see my daughter, you know, get married, have kids. I didn't know if I was, you know, all that, all that stuff. And I, and I think that's the hard part of actually going to prison. Um, and the question, uh, I could tell that the question was geared more towards, you know, was it like physically hard, you know, because of all the stories, right, that you hear about prison and stuff like that. And, and honestly, man, um, although I did, you know, like the first four years that I was incarcerated, like, uh, I did get in, like, in, I got in trouble, but it wasn't, it was always because <clears throat> I wanted to be in the trouble, right? Like, I, you know, I didn't come looking for it, but, you know, I didn't walk away from it either. So, <clears throat> aside from that, like, I never really had any problems, never really had anybody um, uh, try and, I guess, um, try and make me feel like that prison would be physically hard. I don't know. Um, you know, I'm not going to be try to sound arrogant, but I, I didn't grow up a punk. You know, my, 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 um, I grew up around, you know, two of my uncles were really tough. You know, I, I grew up around them. Um, I grew up fighting with my friends, all my best friends and stuff. We would, you know, there was a lot of times when, you know, we would kick each other's ass just, you know, just to make ourselves, you know, a little bit more tougher than we were the day before, right? And uh, and I don't mean just like little, like, you know, swings here and there. I mean, like, no, like we'd literally kick each other's ass. Um, like I said, to toughen us up, right? To get us prepared for the world. That's how ignorant we were when we were kids. <clears throat> um, but when I was in, when I was in prison, you know, you know, being like 18 years old, weighing probably like 120 pounds at the most, if that, um, you know, people would think that's a little intimidating, right? You know, but it really wasn't, man. Um, uh, I don't have a little man complex or anything, but uh, I definitely, uh, especially anybody who, who knows me, knows that uh, I'm always up for a challenge and I never, uh, never back down from a fight. Uh, now I do. I've backed down from a few fights <laughs> since I've been home. Uh, it's because I know better. I don't want to go back to jail. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, but back then, you know, physically, uh, the aspect of just being incarcerated isn't hard. You know, I think it's, it's just, it's more emotional. It's more psychological, right? It's, it's just the fact that I was alone, didn't have any infection. Um, you know, we had TV in there, you know, you watch TV shows. I read a lot of books, man. I've read thousands and thousands of books. Um, I had a very, very, very loving, very supportive, uh, uh, teacher, one of my best friends. She, um, 
she was one of my school teachers, actually, and she kept in contact with me that entire time I was locked up, and even now, and she'd always send me books, always, always, always send me books, and um, so in the stories I read, you know, a lot of them, some of them were love novels, even, you know, even like the one that she sent me, like the Harry Potter books and the Twilight series and all that stuff, and even in those books, there's always like love, and there's always affection, and there's always, you know, people finding somebody, right? And so, and I like that, right? You can't do that while you're in prison, you know, I mean, unless you're, you know, unless you're fucking gay. Um, but so I guess that was kind of like the hardest thing, you know, for me, you know, aside from, and this is, should be obvious, right? But aside from, you know, not being able to be with my daughter and, 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 and watching her grow and, and even the affection that you get between, you know, a father and a daughter, right? And I missed a lot of her life. Um, fucking sucks uh i wish i hadn't um but i am proud that she grew up to be a uh, a well-balanced young lady very beautiful that's because she looks like me by the way um uh, very smart and she's just like me she's got a mouth on her just like her father um but but yeah man so uh hopefully that answered the question uh if it didn't <laughs> Please clarify next time. <laughs> but yeah. <clears throat> so again, man, just if y'all want to ask any questions uh, concerning, like I said, concerning prison, please feel free to. I don't want to always talk about that, uh, but I guess I will if it interests y'all. I guess y'all kind of got to let me know, right? Um, so another thing I wanted to talk about um, is elections. Democratic elections are coming up, right? I'm going to switch like totally the left field right democratic uh there's like i don't know 15 people or i don't know in the democratic uh race right now uh so i kind of want to get everybody's opinion on um who who they who who they feel at least on the democratic side um who they feel is is their uh, their strongest candidate and why right uh of course i know all my republican friends are just gonna vote for trump again um they don't really have anybody who's going to run against them. Um, and so you don't even have to answer that side of the question because we already know. Um, but there's a couple of a uh, couple of candidates that that I, you know, am watching very, very closely. Of course, Bernie. Uh, I love Bernie to death. I uh, don't agree with all his policies, but I got to admit anybody's got to admit, you know, that you know, whether you agree with this policy or not, he really does care. He cares about people. Um, he cares about the people that, uh, he's responsible for, uh, and stuff, you know, he's, he's like an actual down to earth person. You know, he's not, you know, sucked in by, you know, corporate greed, by special interest groups, anything like that. And I really, really like him. Do I think he's going to get the democratic nomination? I don't know. Um, we have a lot of actual, uh, there's like four very, very strong candidates uh, that I feel are going to take the spotlight. Um, and I think it's actually going to probably be one of the most exciting um, primaries that uh, we'll have seen in a very, very long time. Uh, so I'm kind of excited about that. Um, one thing I did want to mention about that is that um kind of wanted to give my scope on... Um, on this, um, how I can't stand how we're always, how Americans are always looking for a savior, right, to save us, to pull us out of, 
you know, whatever it is that we're, you know, during, um, you know, Bush's uh, presidency, Bush number two, that is, you know, we look, we need a change. We look for Obama as our savior to come save us. Uh, then we need, you know, everybody looked at Trump as a savior to come save us from Obama. Um, now we're looking for a savior to save us from Trump, right? Um, and I kind of, I kind of, I kind of think that that's kind of been embedded in our, in, in our minds since we were kids, you know, especially growing up in a, in a Christian nation, right? Where, you know, even if you're not religious, you still grew up religious somehow, some way, you know? Um, and it's been embedded in our minds since we were kids that, that, you know, with Christ and, and the savior image, and, and it seems like we're always looking for someone to save us, right? Or one person to come and save us. And what I hate and what I can't stand is how America has gotten away from accountability and holding those individuals accountable that really should control this country. You know, I think we, we've gotten away from the fact that the executive branch of our government <clears throat> shouldn't even be making laws or policy. You know, um, it's our legislative branch, obviously, uh, that should make our laws uh, and pass our laws. And our president is there to enforce those laws. And that's it. Uh, I think we've given, you know, and I'm not talking about just Trump, I'm talking about Obama, talking about Bush, you know, pretty far back. Um, the American people have given all the power and all the authority to one individual. And I, th- I think personally that we need to get away from that. I personally think that we, it shouldn't even matter who our president is, whether he's Democrat or Republican. What I believe is that we need to start voting out a lot of the older, and, and, I'm, and this goes for Democrats too, Start voting out a lot of the older candidates. Uh, start voting in newer candidates. Those who are not, uh, uh, those who are not beholden to, to special interest groups and or, or or corporate America. And I think we need to start focus, focusing more on our on our Congress and our in our Senate. Or, I'm sorry, our, our representatives and our Senate and our senators because. Um, I really feel that they are the real reasons why our country is in, in the condition it is now. You know, we've gotten away from holding them responsible uh, for the direction of our country that we're consistent. And, and they love it. They love that we just blame it all on one person. You know, whichever president's in office, it's their fault. And I'm not saying that, no, you know, one president hasn't screwed up badly. I think I think Trump's doing a shitty job. Um and I will agree with some of the things he's he's done. Uh, the majority of it, he's, he's he's well, actually, he hasn't really done shit. Uh, so uh, one person can screw a lot of things up, you know. Uh, Bush uh, <clears throat> was in office when when our economy fucking you know collapsed, and and we went to war with a nation that we really didn't need to go to war with. Um, lost a lot of American lives. You know, and in doing so, we got a lot of people rich, you know, people like Halle Burton and companies like Halle Burton and Dick Cheney and, and stuff like that. And um, so, yes, yeah, so individuals, you know.
I think Obama fucked up too, you know, with with um, with healthcare. You know, I believe in what he was trying to do, but I don't agree with everything that um, that he did. Uh, and I think some of his actions, you know, helped a lot of uh, insurance companies just get a little bit richer. Um, his intentions were right, you know, but you know he still fucked up, you know. So, you know. One president can screw things up or even one president can make things better, you know, but overall we shouldn't sit there and allow uh, our country to be ran or to be dictated by by one individual. You know, I think um, when we do that, we give too much power to uh, to that person. And I honestly think that we need to take our power back. You know, we need to uh, take that back by electing the officials that um are not controlled by special interest groups. They're not, you know, whose donors are not, you know, you know, multi-million dollar companies uh, that want favors in return for their money, you know, um, and stuff like that. Uh, so I, I, I guess I kind of, uh, in the in in the primaries that are coming up, you know, especially in the Democratic side, of course, because I hard, I don't think that the Republicans are going to have anybody run other than than Trump, obviously. Um, so this is more going to be a, 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 a you know, it's going to be a Democrat fight first, and then and then it'll come down to whoever wins against Trump. Um, and I and I hope everybody focuses on that, you know, like, you know, let's let's elect a, a, a good leader, uh, somebody who has um, good intentions for our country, uh, whose policies are on point, who align with our own, um, but what would also maybe even you know, contribute to forcing our legislative branch of the country uh, to do its fucking job, man. You know, uh, I hope that happens. Um, one of the reasons why I don't want somebody like Bernie Sanders to run for president, I prefer somebody like him to stay in Congress um, because somebody like him is needed in Congress, you know. He, his decisions are not, you know, when he makes decisions uh, uh, on on our uh, bills or, or policies that are that are put on the floor. You know, he doesn't make them. His decisions according to, you know, who's who's paying him the most. You know, he's 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 is making his decisions and voting yes or no based on on what he feels is really best for the country. You know, or for at least for his uh, constituents. You know. And uh, I think we need a lot more of that, regardless of what side of the aisle you're on in, in, in Congress, um, whether it's in the House or, or in the Senate. Um, and I think that's where a lot of our focus needs to go, you know. Uh, but yeah, I uh, kind of wanted to share that. Uh, maybe y'all agree with me. Maybe y'all don't. I don't know. Maybe some people feel that we need a strong president, you know, a strong leader. Um, and I agree. You know, I'm not saying we don't need that. We need a weak one. Just don't believe that we should be giving so much power to one individual. Um, and I think that's why our country keeps going the direction as it goes, you know, because everybody looks to one person to like save the world and when they can't they turn against him you know um or like in trump's case he fucking loses his mind and fucking goes crazy um whatever you know but anyhow 
uh, kind of wanted to talk about my camper again, man. <laughs> I want to, I want to go out. I want to go out already. Uh, uh, I won't get it till Friday though. Uh, but if you saw it, uh, tell me what y'all think about it. It's a little one. It, it's it's little. Sorry, I know y'all don't give a shit about my camper, but I do. Uh, one of the reasons. Let me tell you some. So one of the reasons why I did want the camper uh, is because I had this little fucking. I have this thing up my ass, right, about leaving uh, in 2020. So a while back, I kept telling myself that when I got off parole in 2020, that I was going to buy a camper and then ju- and just take off and, and leave, right? Because I'm no longer, um, I'm, I'm, I'm no longer held uh, or, or bound to the city uh, by parole uh, or the state, for that matter. I'm sorry. Um, and I was just going to take off, you know, I was going to take off, go explore the United States, Mexico, you know, I was going far, far north and as far south as I could and just go, right. I was going to save all my money, do all kinds of stuff, give me a trailer, a camper and go. And, uh, and I, and I was seriously wanted to do that in, 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 uh, in actually this coming February, 2020, uh, I wanted to do that for a little bit, and then I wanted to. Uh, then I just wanted to take off and, and literally just backpack across the world. Uh, I even have a little map. I have it mapped out. You know the the way I'm gonna go and everything, countries I want to see. Um, and I wanted to do that, right? And uh, still kind of want to do that to a certain point, but um, but I don't know if I'm gonna do that. That's why I didn't get the camper with like the shower and stuff inside of it. Because uh, I don't plan on going that far with it, um, but yeah, I, I don't I don't know if I want to do that after all. Um, kind of like my job, I um, uh, actually there's a lot of new things about to happen uh, at work, you know, coming by the end of the year and into next year, and, and I kind of want to be a part of it. Uh, so I don't know, man. I don't know what I want to do. Kind of hoping somebody gives me a reason to stay, and uh, <clears throat> you know, it's kind of what I've always told myself. Uh, if I never found like a girlfriend or a wife or anything like that, then I, w- then I would leave. Um, but I'm kind of hoping, kind of like, you know, because I kind of don't want to quit my job, kind of want to stay, kind of hoping somebody gives me a reason to stay. Um, uh, who knows, whatever. But uh, I guess getting the smaller camper is kind of just, I'm doing that to kind of like saying, ah, you know, okay, you know, we'll, we'll you know, will kind of like how do you say like uh, entertain will entertain my 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 dream that I had back then but not too much you know what I mean uh so so that's kind of why I got the camper you know just to kind of entertain that little dream a little bit but I don't, I don't think I'm gonna go full full throttle with that um <clears throat> one because I have um been in a um I don't know it wasn't really 12 hour 12 hour drive although when you have a trailer you don't have to go drive that far all the time but i don't know kind of went on a 12 hour road trip uh from here to colorado and then from colorado to vegas and then vegas back to san antonio uh, and i was kind of thinking i don't know if driving cross country is for me after all <laughs> uh but anyway but i'm gonna go ahead and close it out here man i hope y'all enjoyed it uh again hit me up on twitter at P-E-T-E, P-E-T-F-U-N-A-R-I. Uh, that's my name, by the way. Um, hit me up on Instagram, 
Snapchat. Let me know what's going on. Um, hoping to have Vanessa on here pretty soon. Got to give a shout out to her. Uh, she's working on her material. Get her in here. Um, and uh, we'll see what happens. All right. So y'all have a good night. Sorry, my voice is all fucked up. I really don't want to talk too much. Um, so everybody be safe. See y'all next week. Again, questions, comments, let me know. Hit me up. All right. See y'all next week. Laters.